Hello, everyone. Thanks for listening to LJN Radio. I'm Tim Muma, and today we have another installment of the Marcus Center Features. And this is where we speak with individuals performing at the Marcus Center's Live at Peck Pavilion series, presented by MilwaukeeJobs.com. Now, I'm joined in the studio today by a couple of extremely talented actors, singers, you name it, they can do it in the world of performing arts. They are Paul Helm and Niffer Clark. Thank you both so much for coming in today. Sure. Thank you. Thank you. I think, uh, you know, a lot of interesting stuff I'm hoping to come out of this. Uh, both of you are obviously very passionate about what you do. I've had some great careers, and I want people to understand where you're coming from with that. So, Paul, I'll actually start with you. How would you describe yourself professionally? Uh, you know, you kind of do it all. Uh, oh, that's <laughs> tell very us a kind. Bit, tell us a little bit about your career and maybe how it started and, and what you love about sure, it. Sure, absolutely. Um, I played piano since I was four years old, so that was my main, main, main source of the arts. Did that for, for a long time through high school into college. I started getting involved with the theater program at my high school when, all, again, you know, continued into college doing, doing community theater. But then there's that point where you kind of break out professionally and do right. it for actual pay. Wow, what a concept. <laughs> so um, I started that, you know, in, in college and, you know, performing here in town. A big part of the reason I stayed in Milwaukee, went to school at, at UW-Milwaukee, was because of the connections I had built with a lot of the local theaters here in town. Right. And so to, to be able to go to school here and still, you know, keep, keep up with the theaters in, in town is, was a big plus for me to stay, stay close to home. Yeah. And, and from there, you know, I, you know, you know, you make connections through this job and that job and you start performing um, more theaters. And from those theaters it could be out of town uh, venues. Yeah. A lot of stuff. I did a lot of traveling the last couple of years, especially. But yeah, I kind of just started in high school and then made it my career, you know. <laughs> I won't throw home years later, but um, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, it was great. I, I had a, I did have an office job right okay. out of high school. My major actually in college was nothing to do with the arts. It was mass communication. Oh, so yeah. public relations and advertising <laughs> right. was my focus. It, you know, there's a performing element to it. Exactly. But, you know, my parents, you know, that that day we sat down and they said, oh, you want to major in theater? Oh, <laughs> you you know, what about a job after school? And, you know, I understand it's a, it's a tough a tough career to have a solid Right. job and an income coming in all the time. So I understood what they said. So I picked something that I was still kind of interested in. I love advertising and marketing and all that stuff. But I kept doing theater on the side. It was always there in my life. Maybe not my, you know, my job source. But so I got a, an office job right out of, um, out of college. And, you know, it, it paid the bills. Right. I, I I liked it enough, but it wasn't it wasn't me. And so then I started doing making more connections. And, you know, I got <laughs> A summer stock job. It was 2004. It was in Madison. It was an audition, and it was a, a group, uh, the UW Platteville Heartland Festival, okay. which John Hassig was the producer ah. and director of. Now he's <laughs> over at the Marcus Center. So he was actually my first person to give me my first what uh, starving artist right. um, job. <laughs> and so from that point on, I had to leave my job because it wasn't something I could be away from work for three months. And you know, I sat down and, and made a budget and figured out where I was getting my health insurance from and all that stuff. And my parents. Huge supporters said, you know, you're not going to know unless you try it, so go for it. And that was 2004, and since then I've been making this my my full-time career. Very cool. And I think it's great to hear stories of that. I mean, we do hear so many times people kind of get into a job and they just do it because of the bills or whatever. So I think it's really cool to hear that side of it. Niffer, obviously you're in the same boat as far as, you know, the performing arts mm-hmm. and everything you've done and, and the career you've created for yourself. Uh, give us a sense of what you did, little different path, little different passions, and how does it all work yeah, for you? Yeah, well, thing that Paul was very shy about saying is that not only does does he do the musical side of stuff as far as playing the piano, but but he also is an incredible performer as well and music director. Me, <laughs> I I kind of single focused on um, musical theater since I was little. Mm-hmm. I 
starting, uh, I was born and raised in Ohio. And so that right off the bat is different. I was Ohio and then went East Coast after college. Actually, I went to college not being a theater major also and not knowing what I wanted to do, but thinking, you know, I need to do something a little more steady, a little more stable. Mm -hmm. But then if it's in your blood, I don't think you can avoid it. Because right. um, So then I moved to New York right after college, actually, and just jumped right in there. I worked doing temp job office work in order as either waitressing or temp job. That's usually what you do. So I opted <laughs> right. for the temp jobs and, um, and just started auditioning and just jump in that way and had great success and lived, I've lived on and off um, in New York for 20 years and then just moved to Milwaukee three years ago. While I was in New York, I was, you spend your days when you're not working, you know, on lunch break, you go to an audition or mm. after you go to classes. So it's, it's constant, you know, training and studying and then, and then just putting yourself out there, auditioning and auditioning sure. and, uh, and things come along. It's been wonderful. I've worked all around the country um, from that experience. And then one of my jobs actually in 2005 also was to, I got hired to come do something here in Milwaukee and I just absolutely fell in love with Milwaukee and kind of figured, hmm, this is a great theater community here and uh, maybe someday I'll, I'll end up here. And so I'm, I'm glad to say that I moved here three years ago. Awesome. Now, again, I, I think it's really cool to hear and just the different paths that people take and, and how you end up in certain areas. I enjoy hearing that. I'm sure our listeners do as well. Nifra, I'll stick with you. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as throughout your career, maybe some of the bigger challenges you saw. I mean, I would imagine just finding that work and, and that feeling, as Paul mentioned, of, you know, can this really be my career, that kind of thing. Um, what would you point to something that stuck out that was really difficult for you or a challenge that, that you look back on now and, and are proud maybe even to have gotten past that? For me personally, it's um, my, my biggest challenges have been getting in and out of the business. I've, mm. had, I've taken a couple times where I've kind of gone on sabbatical, <laughs> which I thought were going to be permanent. But then, like I said, it just drawn back, you're in, drawn yeah. back in. You can get to a place or I would get to a place where it would just the challenges facing you as an artist just become became too much for me to deal with. Mm. I, it, they became too frustrating or the finances, you sure. know, would pop up and think, ah, oh, should we get a real job or something like that? Or just the the idea of I'm starting to get a little too old to be getting up at five in the morning and waiting in line for two hours to sing 16 bars, you know, sure. which is how it is in New York. I would get out of the business for a while and then get back and then get back into it. And I found for me that that was a really positive thing in the end. At the time, it felt not right. positive. But then when I would come back into it, into the theater, it would it had a totally different perspective because it was something that I was choosing again. And I had been out of it. And so I was finding the joy in it again. And and at a different point in my life, when I came back into the theater as a mom, everything was very different. Perspectives and values and all that kind of thing were very different on how I approached characters and how I approached, approached work, everything. So as much of a challenge as that has been, the frustrations and taking time off, it really has paid off perspective-wise and value-wise and all that kind of thing when I get back into it. Sure. And that continues to happen. Again, fascinating stuff. I love hearing about those stories. Uh, Paul, how about from your angle, uh, you know, your career, some of those challenges or areas that you maybe felt the same way of, I don't know if I can continue doing this or anywhere you want to go with it. Absolutely. Oh, those are great, great things. Um, Actually, you know, even right now, you you know, every day I go, is, I mean, is this the right career for me? <laughs> I mean, there's some up days, down days with any career, of course, but I know that 
I couldn't do the same thing for long. That I know for mm. sure. To be able to to wear several hats, if it's a music director, if it's an actor, if it's a pianist, something. I know that like right now I'm uh, performing in a show. I couldn't do that all year long. No, it's like now I'm ready. My next job after this is music directing a, a college production. Um, actually at UWM comes full circle. <laughs> so um, I'm excited about that because it's a different it's a different avenue to explore. And I'm, I love working with uh, you know young adults, uh, if it's kids, college students, you know whatever, just to kind of be their mentor in a way and show them this is how it works in the biz mm-hmm. and teach them that element. But I couldn't do the same thing forever. So it's nice to have that variety for sure. I go in and out, you know, <laughs> why did I pick this career? Today's like, oh, I love my job. So it does it go, <laughs> does go back and forth. The thing that's probably been the, the hardest for me and not so much that that I hate it, but it's, you know, it's you're marketing yourself every day. Sure. I don't think a week goes by where I'm not sending out a headshot and a resume to some theater company. A company I've never even worked with doesn't know me mm-hmm. um, from uh, from Adam, but I it's hard because I always have to be looking for that next job. Right. Now, luckily, you know, and Nifer, I, I think, can uh, agree with this as well. We're always pushing yourself for, for an, a, you know, maybe a year in advance. So we try to have things lined up for okay. us because you don't want that, you know, fear of, oh, my gosh, how am I going to pay these these bills? I don't have a job because it really this is definitely the career of check to check for sure. And, you know, I'm always sending out again, like I said, a headshot and a resume to some company auditioning. I mean, it's it's all it's it's ongoing. It's mm-hmm. never like, oh, you know, I'm set for the next five years. That's never going to happen. <laughs> it's like I'm set for the next week, maybe two. <laughs> Good. You know, so it's it's hard. But, you know, you make those connections to this biz. I don't think you ever going to are not going to have to audition or send out um, your materials to someone. But that gets frustrating at times, too, because, you know. Again, they don't know you. You don't know them, but you want to meet them. You want to get a foot in the door. You want to make that connection. But it's all you're always is ongoing. While I'm looking for stuff, you know, right now I'm really interested in something a different world of the arts, um, more of behind the scenes. You know, I'm I'm really interested in being an artistic director or being uh, a resident music director or the head of a a theater department at a college. Something Mm -hmm. something that is still in the arts but more grounded. Um, But at the same time, I was actually just talking to a friend last night that while I look for that job, I can't give up the work (laughs) I'm doing right now. So I'm still auditioning and networking and connecting with people while I'm looking for that other job too. So nothing can ever stop. You're always going. And so it gets exhausting after a while. And that's when I go, why did I pick this career? But um, I mean, I know that so many arts uh, people, not just in uh, the theater and music, but, you know, if it's dance or photography or art, any of that stuff can relate. Because, again, you're always, you know, working to get that next gig. Project to project. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And again, and I appreciate hearing this kind of stuff. And I hope listeners can, too, because so many times with uh, whether it's art or music or sports or something like that. People sit back and they go, oh, gosh, that's got to be great all right. the time. You must love it. And it, I, you do love it. Yeah. But there's still the reality of the situation that you two are bringing up. And, right. and again, I think that's important for people to hear and understand because it's it's easy to get caught up in our own lives and not think like, oh, yeah, it's like it's really tough for you guys go and sing and act all day. You know, <laughs> sure, not quite sure. that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, you mentioned, Paul, obviously, a lot of the different performances and, and Niffer, obviously, you as well, having uh, a lot of different work throughout your career. I wanted to talk a little bit about the Marcus Center's Live at Peck Pavilion, uh, obviously here in Milwaukee, uh, calling it a Broadway lunch. I guess I just wanted to get an idea of how it all came about, what people can expect um, with this performance. Um, just give us a sense of really, like I said, just what is it all about exactly? Sure. Um, I had mentioned a name earlier, John Hassig, you know, a good friend of mine who uh, started me again on this starving artist career in at UW Platteville <laughs> back in what was that, 2004. I was there for seven summers directing, music directing, performing in, in the summer stock. And it still, it still actually goes on today. Anyhow, John had left 
to take a job at the Marcus Center here, his, uh, the director of programming. And so we're still connected. And um, John came up with this, you know, this new series and this, um, you know, remodeled, I shouldn't say remodeled, um, renovated, renovated. Um, <laughs> it's still the Peck Pavilion outside, but a free series that this, for us in particular, this lunch series where people can come on their lunch break if they like or whatever and <laughs> um, watch this free series. And uh, Nifer and I had have done quite a bit of performing together. Okay. Um, she's, uh, we actually, she just directed a show at Marquette that I music directed. So we worked in tandem quite a bit and John's aware of that. And, you know, he said, how about, you know, doing this kind of Broadway cabaret lunch, you know, featuring the the music from the upcoming uh, Broadway series at the Marcus Center. Okay. And, you know, we love this stuff. So we're going <laughs> to, you know, there's six shows um, that the Marcus Center will be presenting um, next season. And we're going to feature songs from all six of them. Oh, nice. And, of course, throw in some of our own stuff from the Broadway. But, um, <laughs> you know, it, it's fun to work with uh, Niffer because uh, she has great ideas. We work really well together. And, of course, you want that to, to keep going. So to have an opportunity like this to perform in public in front of, you know, a, a great crowd at, at the lunchtime, this new series to, to start it off right. is really exciting. And um, I think we've got some great stuff in store yeah. for the people who come and see it. <laughs> well, Niffer, for something like this, I mean, do you have to prepare differently as opposed to, say, you know, a traditional, you're going to go to a musical in a theater and in the evening, that kind of mm-hmm. thing? I mean, do you look at it differently? Do you have a different attitude or does anything change as far as performing or, or preparing to perform? I would I would say probably not attitude. I mean, all of it, actually, the opportunity to get to get to perform with Paul, but just and, and also just to perform it all and sing such great material is always a wonderful joy, I have to say. For this one in particular, some of the six shows that are coming in next year to the Marcus Center, I was not as familiar with. So okay. there's that part of it is is actually going and, and deciding what from those shows that Paul and I could do that that we could do justice to <laughs> <laughs> um, and present in a way that that uh, the audiences would enjoy. So that's that's been fun to to really explore those and and to come up with ideas with Paul of, well, maybe we could just do a little bit of this one and turn it into a medley of songs. And it's a wonderfully creative aspect to it. That's that's also it's really exciting because. We'll Absolutely. I was going to say that, you know, with any musical that you do at a theater, it's already set. There's a book mm-hmm. there and here you go. Here's right. music. Here's the script. With us doing a, a show like this, we come up with, we, we create it. So it's got to start from scratch. Okay, we're going to transition from this song to this song. This is what we're going to talk about. We're only going to do this part of this song and we're going to do the full song for this one. You know, it's it, it's a creative el- the creative element of it is it's a huge part of it because we have to put it all together and create something that everybody's going to see for the first time right. next Friday. Right. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, is that something that... I mean, you almost like a little more because you have some control over it. Whereas you, if you're going into a musical, if you don't like the way this is laid out or you don't like the way a song is, oh, well, it's your job to do it, right? (laughs) I mean, I guess give us a sense of that little bit of a difference there that creative side. I I would say sometimes I just like to be lazy. (laughs) And it's like, oh, it's already done for me. I'm good to go. I don't get that. that. (laughs) But, you know, other times too, yeah, you know, when you're doing the same trade for a while there's you want something different and something mm-hmm. that uh, could be a challenge and the, always putting together a show from scratch is a lot I mean it's a lot of work but a lot of fun and we come up with things and you know things that crack us up and yeah I, I, I <laughs> and also making it your own is really nice too I mean I don't know that it's kind of apples and oranges you know I don't prefer one to the other okay. but it but this certainly taking also uh pieces that are done usually in a certain way or, or within right. the context of a show and taking it out of that context and, and getting to, to make it your own. It's fun. It's challenging and it's a lot of fun. 
Yeah. Well, and I was curious how much you guys have been like practicing together versus on your own. Is this more like, and eh, we'll be good. We'll see what happens. Nobody can see this. Obviously, they're both kind of like <laughs> shying away from the microphone and laughing and giggling. I'm not sure what that means. So um, <laughs> practicing will commence next week. <laughs> okay. All right. Good to know. We will do a lot because, of it. Because um, we both honestly, and not because we're procrastinating, <laughs> but um, Paul has been incredibly busy performing in a show and rehearsing a show sure. and Oh, not here in town. So he he has his his availability has been very limited. And I also have just recently directed a show that just happened a weekend ago at Splinter Group here in Milwaukee. So we both have been kind of up to our necks in other projects. So now our focus, I mean, and during that whole time, figuring out what we were going to do. Sure. So we've been laying the groundwork for it. And now now we're going to actually get together and just really um, sit down at the piano and, and uh have at it. Yeah, and Nifer makes another good point is that you know in this career, um, going back to the lifestyle of it, you're rarely doing just one right. thing. You know, right now doing you know we're both doing different shows, but we're communicating via email over the phone to go. All right, I got this music, and now we're going to talk about this. What do you think of this? And here's an idea. So it's all the brainstorming's already happened. You mm-hmm. know, we have the ideas that we're going to do next. We're going to sit down and actually physically go. All right, this measure to this measure, and th- this song. We're going to start this here, and we'll talk during this part. And you'll bring out this prop, and you'll wear this. You know, it's all that. <laughs> That kind of stuff that's coming up. But yeah, I mean, it, it really is you depend on having many projects at once, you know. And right. you do you just have to jump in, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a there's a there's a risk taking fearlessness about it that you just have to make choices and and go with them, you know, and that that's a huge that's a huge part of of what we do, of this job too, that's that um, I think serves us all well, no matter where we are in our lives. You know, it's just okay, I'm gonna make a choice and I'm just gonna go with it. And Let's see if it works. And if it doesn't work, then I'll make a different choice. So it's great. Good advice. Good practical advice for anybody listening. Like you said, <laughs> this career or any other for that matter. Unfortunately, we're getting a little low on time. I mean, I, I feel like we could talk a long time about <laughs> this profession, about your careers. I think it'd be really cool. But there, were one, there was one thing that stood out about each of you that um, was mentioned to me or I noticed. Nifra, let's start with you. Mm-hmm. I've had questions about it. Simply your name. <laughs> I'm sure you get asked this all the time. I is there do. a story behind oh, it? Oh, there, there is. Okay. There is. I Perfect. Owe, owe it all to my sister. When right. I was born, my given name is Jennifer. I assume that, yeah, but I wasn't people, sure. Not everybody okay. does. Okay. Um, so when I was born, she she was only she was less than two, and she couldn't say Jennifer, and it came out as Niffer. So I have gone by Niffer since I was born, and so I not many people even know me as Jennifer, or I <laughs> I am not called Jennifer hardly right. at all, and definitely not Jenny or any of those. But um, Always have always have gone by Niffer. And I feel it's got to, I mean, to me, I would think a name like that helps you stand out in this type of business where, you know, Jennifer Clark mm-hmm. doesn't have the same sound as Niffer Clark. Exactly. You know? And it, uh, it, it's always a topic of discussion. So that's always good. <laughs> yeah, nice icebreaker for anyone new you meet. Yeah, yeah definitely. Uh, cool. All right, uh, Paul, I don't know if you know where I'm headed with this one. Uh, I, I, saw I, mean, I think my name's pretty normal. Yeah, so. your, name's, your name was simple. Uh, I figured that one out. Um, on your resume, you have a, a section uh, listed special talents. And the last oh, one listed no. on there is the Pee Wee Herman laugh. Oh, yes, he does. Now, our younger, so. our younger listeners may have no idea what that who is he or who is, he right? is. Or they have a bad uh, negative idea of who he is. First of all, we're going to need a sample of that to make <laughs> sure that that is a skill. <laughs> of course. And then also just an explanation as to why you include it, if it's just a funny thing, if it's come in handy at any point. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, well, you know, it, you do that thing to, for people to remember you by. Right. And I, several auditions, if it's group auditions or just individual auditions, you want that one thing that maybe the producer or director would be like, remember that guy? The one that laughed like <laughs> right. Peter Herman? Yeah. 
yeah, he's, you know, we're going to we're going to hire him for this show. So you you always have something in anybody. It doesn't have to be a Pee Wee Herman laugh, but <laughs> anything that you can do, that one special trait, just include it. I mean, because they're going to remember that John Hassig, again, speak highly of him. That's a big uh, the favorite of his to find that one thing like, oh, what are they good at? Oh, yeah, this is funny. Oh, cry like a baby. OK. You know, I mean, <laughs> anything they can come up with. So um, that was my one thing. And so early, I don't know I, if I can do justice to it. <clears throat> You'll hear my throat. <clears> throat> yeah, yeah, I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> right. People don't realize you got to. Let me see if I can do it. That's <laughs> <laughs> as much as I got. <laughs> I think that'll play. That'll play. And again, half the people listening probably are like, I'll have to look that guy up. I'm not really sure. Who exactly, yeah. But I, I do have the initials, by the way, of Pee Wee Herman. I'm Paul William Helm, so Pee Wee Herman. Oh, are my, my initials. Oh. Well, so. it, all, <laughs> it, it, it is full circle. Yeah, <laughs> as, as you mentioned. It, You're all full it, of those. It all falls into place. <laughs> yes. Clearly, you two are meant for this yeah, right. type of profession. Um, it's been a real pleasure having you both in. I really do appreciate Thank some you so much. good Thanks. stories, perspective, and hopefully people will come out to check you guys out. Of course, with our shows, they're all recorded and podcasted later. So even if they don't catch it, I think it's still great to hear about the stories you guys have and perspective you have. And, and maybe we'll have you on again sometime. So That'd be great. Niffer Clark, Paul Helm, thank you very much for coming in today. Thank, thank you. you. That'll do it for this edition of Marcus Center Features. Once again, we are speaking with Paul Helm and Niffer Clark. They'll both be performing a Broadway lunch over at the Peck Pavilion. And that is a part of the Live at Peck Pavilion presented by MilwaukeeJobs.com. If you don't get a chance to see them there, definitely look to check out some of their other work. They are performing pretty much on a constant basis. You can just look up Paul Helm and Niffer Clark online, and we should have some links for you as well on our site. If you want to give us some feedback about this show or any of our episodes, you can send us an email, ljnradio at localjobnetwork.com. You can also find us on Twitter at the LJN, and you can find all of our episodes on iTunes. Just search LJN Radio in the iTunes store. Thank you once again for listening. I'm Tim Muma. Take care, everybody.